thanks so much for spending your Sunday morning with us. If you're new with us today, don't forget to fill out our Connect card online at hopewintergarden.com. Just click on the I'm new tab or grab one at the info bar. Then stop by the info bar outside for your free gift. At Hope Church, one of our core values is that we are generous. If you are visiting with us today, don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. We're just so glad you're here. If you did come prepared to give, there are a few different ways you could do that. You can give online at hopewintergarden.com. You can text an amount to 84321, or you can drop your gift in the boxes located in the back of the auditorium. Thank you for your generosity. It is truly making a difference in our community and around the world. Now, we want to make sure you are up to date on all that is happening here at Hope Church for you and your family. Check out this week's Hope Happenings. Hope students, listen up. January 10th, we're going to be having our New Year kickoff and inflatable night. It's going to be an awesome time together as we bring in the new year with friends, food, and a ton of fun. So be there, mark your calendars, and we cannot wait to see you there. Hope Church, 21 Days of Prayer starts today. Join us each weekday at 6.30 a.m. on Facebook Live for prayer and scripture each morning to start your day. And on Saturday, January 4th at 8 a.m., we will be having a time of prayer at the Hope Church office as our part of our 21 Days of Prayer. You can join us at 204 South Dillard Street, Winter Garden, Florida. We cannot wait to pray with you and have a wonderful time together. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at hopewintergarden.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We believe the best is yet to come, and our hope is that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Welcome to our very first Sunday of 2021. You have made it. I'm so thankful that we made it. I know we all started 2020 ready to go, super, super hyped. And then about January happened, February happened, and then March happened. We were like, what is going on? But you've made it this far. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you, thank you. I wrote down in my notes yesterday, I was um, driving home. I wasn't really riding. I was sitting in the passenger seat while Donna was driving us home. I got tired last yesterday. I was like, hey, you drive the rest of the way. And, I was just writing out all the things I was thankful for in 2020. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, maybe even sounds a little bit jaded to some of us in here today. But I was just thanking God for all the provision, thanking God for all the health, thanking God for all the things that he did. And on the top of my list was you guys. And I'm super, super thankful for this church. I'm thankful that you guys stayed with us. I've, I've told you guys this a bunch of times, but I really feel like the success, the success of a pastor, the success of a church is the, is the, is the people that are just enc the encouraging community. 
And so we're just praying and believing that God will continue that encouragement, continue those prayers that he started off at the beginning of the year. They'll continue in throughout this year. But I believe that 2021 is going to be an incredible year. Every year as a church, we open up our, our, 20, we open up our year doing a, a prayer and, and, and fasting. Every, the last three years we've done that. We didn't do the first two years because we weren't ready to fast yet. We didn't know what fasting was. We're like, we're just trying to survive, God. Like, just let people show up. I remember the first time I was like, God, let please show, let please let people show up. Please let people show up, God. And then people showed up. I was so 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 thankful. And then week two, I was like, God, please don't let me mess this up. Please don't let me mess this up. Please don't let me. So the first year we didn't do the fast. The second year we didn't. But the last three years we've done the fast, and and we open up this 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 twenty one days, really just asking God to do something incredible in our lives. We're asking God for protection and provision, and we, and we ask him for those things all the time. But we begin to ask him for some, some more things. We've been asking him to help us serve this community and to love this community. And for the people that are outside of these walls, we, we begin to pray for them and ask God to do something in their lives. And we don't want God to do something in our lives. We want to be a church that is healthy and healthy things grow. And so we want to be out serving and doing things incredible in our community. We don't, want, we don't want just us to experience this. We want so many more other people to experience this. So we begin to pray and ask God to do something special in us. And then we ask them to do something special outside of these four walls as well. And so um, we start off today with the fast. And some of you guys, you probably have never fasted before. You have no idea what a fast is, and, and that's okay. But what we're doing is we're just taking a break from some of our normal. We're just taking a break from some of our normal. And for some people, you'll, you'll fast social media because you fasted before, and it probably will be healthy for your mind and your body and your soul. And some of you guys, you guys, maybe you'll fast, maybe you'll fast um, something that you, you do a lot or that you, that you really, really love or it's, it's not good for you. Um, I know some people, they fast going shopping. I remember one time I did a shopping fast for three long months. It was the longest three months of my life, ladies. <laughs> I don't know if any guys can relate, but that was three months, no shopping. And it was, it was um, October, November, December. That's rough, right? To fast during Black Friday sales, come on. Christmas, no shopping. I, didn't, I just fasted for stuff by that stuff that I was consuming. And, and I realized I had a problem because I had 21 pairs of jeans. I don't know any guys that have 21 pairs of jeans, but I did. <laughs> but I'm better. I am healed. Thank God I'm healed. I'm doing okay. You're at the right church. I'm not as messed up as I used to be. I've come a long way in the last um, couple of days. Um, it's a long way in the last couple of years. And so some of us will do what's called the Daniel fast. And when you leave today... You'll get a guy that looks like this when you walk out the doors. It'll be at the back patio, on the back patio. It'll be on the back desk when you walk out of the here. And, and they'll, t they'll talk about fasting here. And if you've never done the Daniel fast, it is really, really, really hard. Um, but, it, but, is it, but all the hardest things I've learned is all the hardest things in life have been the most rewarding. And so the last couple of years, some of you guys said, yeah, we'll fast with you, Pastor West. We'll fast with you, Pastor West. And I'll, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to talk about fast the whole, I'm not about fasting the whole entire um, 21 days. I'm just going to get out of the way now because I want to invite you in on the journey. It starts today. It starts today. And so um, the Daniel fast is really hard. It's no caffeine. It's no sugar. It's no meat. It's basically just fruits and vegetables and water for 21 days. And I know that sounds terrible. Like, Wes, how, how is my pastor going to survive without caffeine? I want to let you know I, I started weaning myself off all week long. Just a little bit, 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 a little bit. And then Saturday I drove back. I drove back in my car with four kids and a wife all the way from Georgia on no caffeine. So I'm basically... I basically have a really bad headache right now, but it's going to be awesome. And um, so um, the, the point of the fast is just really just to, just to lock in on what God's going to do and just really start this year fresh. I never want to start, I had a friend of mine say to me, I, I do not want to do this fast. And I'll be honest with you guys, I never want to. I made a com commitment three years ago when I started doing it just to do it every year. That's my commitment. That way, and and I'm, I'm the kind of person where if I make a commitment, I'm going to stick to the commitment. So I just made a commitment the last two years I've done it. 
I just made a commitment every year as I lead this church, I'll just do it, and it'll just be I'll be I'll be focused on it. So you can eat all you can research. You can eat all kinds of all, all the peanuts, all the fruits, all the vegetables, um, five bean chili without the meat. You can have pasta sauce without sugar. And there's so many things you can go out there. Just Google it, and if you want to try it, you'll love it. If you're watching online today, like I don't have one of these, you can go to hopeintergarden.com, click on 21 days, it'll be there. And so these will be here, there when you get out. And each day we'll be praying for something specific. Every single day we'll wake up and we'll go, we'll go live on Facebook Live at 6.30 a.m. every single morning. And we'll just pray together. And uh, if you have prayer requests, you can, there's a, there on the, you can email 21days at hopeintergarden.com. If you go on the website, you'll see all that on there, 21 days. All the information there. Some of you guys that have friends, you're like, man, they, they would love to, they need this. Or, man, we, we, we could pray for them or they might would want to join in with us. Every year we do this, we have people that don't even go to our church say, Hey, I saw it on your Facebook, and we want to join in with you guys. And we have so many people. We, we see God do so many incredible things over 21 days. And people want that. People want their lives to be changed. And the only way we know to usher that in is through asking God for it. So we'll be praying and fasting over the next 21 days. It's going to be incredible. You'll get the guide when you leave today. You'll also get a soap journal. We'll talk about more about this next week. But this soap journal stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. That's what SOAP stands for. And in your prayer guide, there's one verse, one or two verses every single day. It starts today. Today's on boldness. We're praying for boldness today. And we've already prayed this morning. And I've been asking God for boldness. And so, um, so you'll have this. You'll hear more about it. So to, the next thing you need to do is grab one of these when you leave today. This is your next steps. When you leave today, grab one of these. It's very, very, very simple. You'll be able to understand it. Number one. Then number two, tomorrow morning we wake up at 6.30 a.m. and we go on Hope Winter Garden uh, Facebook if you go to the website and click on um, Facebook Live, you'll be able to get right to the page. It'll be very, very simple for you. Now, here's what I need you to know. As I begin to pray and begin to ask God to do something incredible um, in our lives, in our church this year. When you fast and when you pray, you sign up for spiritual warfare. It's miserable. <laughs> you may not want to do it. You're, sign you're signing up to ask God to do something incredible in your life. And whenever we ask God to do something incredible in our life... The enemy always shows up and tries to, to rear his ugly head. And so it happened for me today. And so I got here this morning and Tyson texted me yesterday. He goes, hey, man, one of the lights isn't working, so we're going to need you to, maybe you could help find it. And so as you can see, as a, we are a portable church, and there are hundreds and hundreds, we talk about it all the time, there are hundreds of variables all throughout this entire place. We have over 100 volunteers. We have thousands of cables. We have a bunch of lights. We have numbers on all these lights. All of it. And honestly, at the end of the day, none of it really matters because what matters is that we open up God's word every single single Sunday. That's what matters the most. But we try to make these environments where people could come in and be like, man, it's a little bit different and hopefully they can sense that Jesus is in the building. And so I begin to look through all these lights and mind you, I've been, I haven't been on caffeine for 36 hours. So trying to find one bad cable when you're having that caffeine, when, when you thrive on caffeine, it's kind of hard. And so I begin to do all that and I'm just back here just mad, frustrated, I'm sweating, I'm nervous, I'm like, this is going to be a miserable day, it's going to be a miserable day. Mind you, just an hour before that, I was declaring that today was going to be an incredible day. <laughs> I po like I was so confident, I posted on Facebook, I'm like, God, I said you're going to do something incredible in the house today. I have this thing that I believe whenever there's rain, God shows up. Wherever there's water, God shows up. All throughout scriptures, we see water, God shows up in an incredible way. So I believe that, so I declared it this morning, and then I'm like, God, you're going to do nothing today. Where, God, where are you at, God? And I was so mad, and it was one bad cable, and uh, one bad cable, and when that, I finally found that one bad cable, I, I was like, oh, praise God. I didn't really say praise God. I was like, man, praise West. Like, how awesome you are, West. I didn't, God didn't get no credit. <laughs> I walked outside, you guys, and I was showing Ryan, um, our new next gen director, I was showing him some of the cabling outside. And I was like, hey, you got to plug this in right here. And as I was looking to help him plug this cable, I looked down and I found my, my car keys. 
that I lost a month ago. So I'm here to declare that God is back in business. He's going to do what he's, he's going to do what he said he was going to do and it's going to be an incredible it's going to be an incredible season. It's going to be an incredible season. So God will show you little things along the way. Hey, I'm with you. Hey, I'm with you. If you begin to struggle through this fast, just say God, I just need some help, God. The, the, your kids are going to aggravate you and your husband and your family and your friends. They're all going to aggravate. It's like the enemy just saying, hey, I'm going to use these guys to distract you, to discourage you. And so I just want to encourage you just to ask God. When you begin to struggle, say, God, would you help me? Reach out, email us at 21 Days of Open Ground. Say, just, just pray for me. I'm, just, I'm struggling today here. You, you, know, you know myself and you know Diana. Maybe your community group leader. Say, hey, I, I just need some prayer. I'm struggling today. And so we're in a series, a brand new series called Take Back Your Life. Take Back Your Life. And I believe... There are a lot of people in our society today that would love to have their life back. It's just, their, their, their life just took off. It's a lot like your money. If you don't tell your money where to go, it'll go wherever it wants to go. It's a lot like your kids. I, I, was, I have twins. If you're new today, I have twins. They're, they're, now, they're now six, or they're now six. And um, one's got two inches on the other one. And I, I have these twins. And I, I got to the place where we were struggling really, really bad with them. And I told Diana, I said, hey, we have to buy one of those leashes. And I judged all the parents that put their kids on those leashes. I'm like, if they were a better parent, they would have to put their kid on a leash. I was like, Amazon, can you get it here faster than, than two days? Like, get it here. ASAP, your boy needs a leash. And I think sometimes our kids, they need, they need direction. Our money needs direction. Our lives need direction. Our spiritual lives need direction. We need direction. And the reason why we need direction is because the enemy is always trying to derail us. Here's what the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy... God says, my purpose is to give them a rich and a satisfying, a fruitful life. That's the life that God intended you to have. But most of us don't have that. If you watch studies and if you watch anywhere on the news, you'll find out these devices now, they run our lives. And I heard someone say recently that oh, we're, not, we're not meant to go as fast as our phones go. But we find ourselves trying to keep up with this phone. It used to be the Joneses, but now we're just trying to keep up with the cell phone. It has taken us... For riding, here's what I believe today. It's time to take back what the devil stole from you. It's time to take back what the devil stole. I mean, the enemy has distracted you. He's discouraged you. He's taken some things from you because he comes. He comes to steal. The Bible says he comes to steal. But Jesus said, "I come to give you an abundant life." And it's time to take back those things that the devil stole from you. I believe that God wants you to have a fruitful life. You are supposed to have a fruitful life. I want to have a fruitful life. I want you to have a fruitful life. I'm not talking about all the fruits that we're going to have for the 21 days. I'm talking about a fruitful, an overflowing, a satisfying life. And some of you right now are thinking there's no way possible for me to have that because I'm just trying to keep my head above the water. And I want to encourage you today, if that is you, God has a word for you today. If that is you today, there's a way out of just keeping your head above the water. Here's what the Bible says in John chapter 15 about that fruitful life that God wants you to have. He says this, God says in his word, I'm the true grapevine. And my father's the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more fruit. Verse 3. You have already been pruned and purified by the message that I have given you. Like the God's word is already pruning and, and cutting and taking things off of you. And it's going to happen for some of you guys in this 21 days. And verse 4 says this. You got to remain in me. If you remain in me, God says, I'm going to remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. You're, there's no way possible for you to be fruitful. It's no, there's no way possible for you to have the satisfying life that we're talking about unless you're in God. I used to tell about the young girls and young guys that, I began to, that I've pastored over the years, you can either be insecure 
or you can be in Christ. It's very hard to juggle both of those. The Bible says there's a, there's a broad path and there's a narrow path. One leads to destruction, one leads to a fruitful and satisfying life. That's what God, that's what God is telling us today. God is telling you and I today that we can have a fruitful life if we remain in him. He says here in this verse, in this word, yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I don't know about you guys, I don't want to produce a little bit of fruit. I don't want to have a little bit of fruit in my life. I want to have a lot of fruit in my life. I want all that, I used to say this to our church throughout the last six years. I want everything that God has for me. And I don't, want to, I don't want to get in the way of that. I don't want to be like, all right, God's given me enough, I'm, I'm cool. I want to keep on consuming all that God wants me to consume. I want, I want as much Jesus and as much Christ as I possibly, I want everything that God has for me. I want that. I, I don't even want it. I need it. I don't want to fast. I need to fast. I don't want to read the Bible. I, can I be honest with you? I don't like everything it tells me to do. But I need to. I'm better in Christ. I don't want to do the right thing all the time. But here's what I know. If I'm in Christ, he'll help me to do that. The Apostle Paul said this, when I'm doing wrong, I wish I was doing right. When I'm doing right, I'm thinking about doing wrong. I can relate. What a good example for you and I. David, what a great example. Wrong, 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 wrong. Murder, adultery, wrong, 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 wrong. Depression. And God says, you're the man after my, my own heart. You're like, dude, how, what happened? Well, what happened? God, God happened. But God, like it says in Ephesians chapter 2. I want to have a satisfying and a full life. And I'm not going to have that apart from Christ. I love my home. It's never going to fill me up. I like my vehicles. It's never going to fill me up. I was telling someone the other day, I, used to, I, I had this 2005, um, not 2005, I had the 100-year edition um, Harley Sportster. I loved that motorcycle. I drove it for a couple years. You know what? It wasn't big enough. I wanted a 1200. I wanted a fat boy. I wanted a hair soft. I wanted something better because it won't fill me up. I, Diana came home many, many years ago. And she got I bought you a jet ski. I was so excited. I said, where'd you get it from? She goes, I got it from a garage sale. I was so unexcited. <laughs> I like new. Your pastor like shiny and new. And uh, she said, I, I said, awesome. I love that thing. I drove it around for a while. My buddy had one. I, I liked his. His was bigger. Nothing will satisfy us like Christ can satisfy us. Clothes. I'm on the front stage. I'm looking at Isaac Lead Worship. I'm like, oh, I love those shoes. And then I realized I bought them. They're on their way here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I like, it was before the fast started. You know what I'm saying? So I was good to go. I was like premeditated buying before the fast started. But I, we, there's, but nothing satisfies us like God can satisfy us. You name the thing. There's so many people like, oh, if I just, if I just get a stimulus check, oh, if I just get a stimulus check, that won't last forever. It's not going to satisfy you or fill you up. There's nothing out there that will satisfy you or fulfill you like God can fulfill you or satisfy you. He says, verse 5 says, he, only he can do that. Apart from God, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and it withers. So branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But, I love this. I love when there's a but in the Bible. But if you remain in God and in his, this word, this word. We're going to read the 20, over this Roman days. We're going to read a lot of scripture over the next Roman days. And then when we get out of this, when we get out of 20 days, we're going to continue to read the Bible. One of the greatest things that happened to me in, in 2020 was I had to read the Bible more. I had a lot more time. I think year I think last year, 2019, I only read like a, a couple hundred days in the, in the version app. And I did, 2020, I was like, I'm going to try to lock in this thing and, and read it more. And I did over 300 days in 2020. And I hope in 2021, I can do more. I hope I, I, hope I can hit 365. Because I know I want to remain in Christ. I want to remain in these words. When I'm in this book, this book is in me. 
I want to see, we see things happen in the scripture all the time. Like, oh, God can never do that. Well, I want to believe that God can do the things that are in scripture today still. And so he says here, if you remain in me and in my words, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Now that verse sounds, some of you are like, oh, I like that. I love, that verse sounds really, really good. And there's a lot there. We don't have time to unpack all that. But if you're remaining in Christ, what you wish for is different than if you're not remaining in Christ. When you're like, I want, I want God. That's what I want. That's my most important thing. When you do that, things look different. So here's what he says. <clears throat> when you produce much fruit, you are my disciples. And this brings great glory to my Father. Now, I, don't, I hope you get this today. I hope you know that like, we're, we didn't name our church Jesus Church. But we are Jesus church. We want to be like Jesus. I love this verse. He says here, and real simple. When you produce much fruit, you are my disciples. And this brings great glory to my Father. I want to bring great glory to my Father. I want to bring great glory to my Father. My, my, my dad's not here today. My, my uncle's here. My, my dad comes to second service. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make my dad proud of me when I was younger. But once I realized that he's my earthly father and I have a heavenly father, I want to make, I want to make God proud of me. I want to bring glory to God. I want to get to heaven and God said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on in. I'm going to make you the ruler over many things. I want to be that guy. There's a story in the Bible of a guy who had five talents and two talents and one talent. I don't want to be the guy with one talent. He went and hid his and he didn't use it. I want God to use me completely. I know a lot of people pray that God will ask them, God use me, God use me, God use me. And then God uses them and you're like, God, why are you using me? I feel used. I want God to use me. I want to get to the end of my life. I want to be used up well. I want God to say, man, you did it. I know I'm not the guy with the five talents. I'm probably like the two and a half talent kind of guy. I want God to use me in an incredible way. But this verse starts off really, really, this, this pastor scripture starts off really, really cruddy. He says here, he cuts off every branch that doesn't produce fruit. But it also says this, there are some, there are some branches that produce fruit, but if he cuts them and prunes them, they can grow so much more. Some of you guys have such a full life, but you can have a fuller life. Some of you guys, like, things are going good and you're calling it blessings, but God can really bless you. And it's a, there's, there's a difference between things going good and God blessing you. Like, you, you want to be blessed. You want to be blessed in an incredible way. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she just became a judge and there's only 40 of them in the state. And I'm like, well, that's a blessing. Because <laughs> only God could do that. And she's going to tell me the story and she's like, only God, she's going to say, only God could do this. Only God could do this. That's a blessing. If you can figure out how to do it, it ain't God, it's you. That, that's you, that's, 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 your, that's your power. I was talking to a friend of mine. He goes, hey, Wes, for the offering, I really didn't trust God as much as I should have trusted God for the end of the year giving. He goes, but I was looking on my phone the other day and a little ticker popped up. And I made more money than I thought. And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give now. I, God provided what I wanted to give in the first place and God's helping me get to. We need to have a blessed life, a full life. Only God can show up and do it. Only God can work that. There's so many things that you guys never see, that we never see, that we're like, how did that happen? Only way for that to happen is God. But he says here that God is going to have to do, he's going to have to do some pruning. This is fresh from Lowe's. You want to know how I know? It's leaking everywhere. <laughs> Irrigation. I'm walking around in my, in my dress shoes. And, 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 and I wrote down a couple of things about pruning that I think that you need to know. And here's the first thing, is that you'll never produce good fruit with bad branches. You'll never produce good fruit with bad branches. If you watch this plant, you can't see that close. And 
if you're online too, you can't really see this far, obviously, either. But if these plants have to start having some, some stuff on them, some fungus on them, there's stuff you can spray on there. My, my, my uncle is a, is a horticultural major, and he's a landscaper, dad's landscaper, so that makes me nothing. But the point is this. You look at this plant, and if their stuff begins to get on, you have to, you, you, this thing can't grow and produce great grapefruit. I'm hoping this will take care of me over the 21 days of prayer. But uh, you, you can't produce great fruit with bad branches. You cannot produce good fruit with bad branches. And some of us in here today, I know for me sometimes, we have bad branches. And with those bad branches, we can't produce, we can't produce good fruit. We, and there's a difference between fruit and good fruit. Sometimes we do things and it's like, it looks fruit and everybody's like, oh man, that looks good, that looks good. But it's out of our own selfish motives. It has nothing to do with pleasing God. We're trying to please ourselves. This looks good. Or tell all of our team, all of our staff, hey, don't try to please Wes and Diana. It's miserable. Try to please, please Lord. God will please us. Let's, let all of us please the Lord. One of our core values at Hope Church is we aim to please God, and that's it. Because we can't please all of you guys. You can't even please yourself. How can we please you? There's only one thing that can satisfy us, and that's God. He says here. So I think sometimes we're like, yo, um, I, I, I want to produce fruit, but we're going to have to fast some things over this 21 days if we want to produce good fruit when the 21 days are over. You want to know how I, you know what I believe and what Nelson believes and what our team believes? I believe we made it through this year because we fasted last year. Because I believe how you end one season determines what happens the next season. You know, it's not in the Bible. It's what I believe. We fasted. We prayed every Saturday. We showed up at the office at 8 a.m. You want to come like you never prayed before? Start now. We're in a series in our kids' in our kids area called How to Talk to God. That's what prayer is, talking to God. So we begin to pray. If you don't know how to pray, start praying. Every single week. Danielle showed up and we asked God to do some incredible things and God is answering those prayer requests and he's still answering those prayer requests. Today, I don't know how to pray. Show up. Just listen. 8 a.m., 6.30 in the morning on Facebook, 8 a.m. at the office on the next two Saturdays. We're going to end this thing with a big celebration in here in three weeks from now and have a, um, a night of worship and we're gonna, it's going to be incredible. But we're going to have to fast some things. Hey, there are some bad branches that we have to cut. They're just some bad branches that we have to cut. And so we go and I got a pocket knife. I know you're like, how did you fit that in your skinny jeans? I did. I got this pocket knife from Matt. Didn't know if I'd ever use it, Matt, but I've used it a couple times. And it just feels, you just feel tough with the, with the you just feel like tough with the knife. Those guys that walk around like Josh McMillan and with, with knives in their pocket like this, it just like, you don't want to mess with them. Now guys see me and they're like, he doesn't know how to use that. They'll mess with me. It's different. <laughs> but there are some branches that you and I got to cut. We can, we can, we got to cut some things. And you can take a little knife and you can just, and you can just cut some things. But there are some things that only God can cut. There's just some things. I almost brought my chainsaw this morning. But that is just too much. Like that's, that's my personality type. It's just always, always more with you guys. <laughs> I want to bring a chainsaw. But I got two more weeks of this series, and so who knows what could happen. There are some things that only God can cut. There's things that you can cut. <laughs> I'm on caffeine. Some people are like, is he better or not better with caffeine? I think I'm better without caffeine personally, but it's not your business. I'm being so clear right now. I'm accomplishing things. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this year. There are some things that you can cut, and there are some things that God can cut. Now, here's what I know. These branches get bigger and they get thicker and you got to use stuff like this. But here's, what I've been, here's my personality type in, in my spiritual journey. Is I don't want to wait for the things that are little 
to become really big. I don't want to wake up in a depression. I want, I, when I'm discouraged, I want to go, I want to just take out the thing. I want to cut that right away. I want to, open, I, want to I feel discouraged. I want to get out my, my Bible app. I, want to get, I just want to, when I'm struggling, I just want to, I, I love the Bible. There's some things that I've, I've learned in the Bible over these years. But when David was in his mess, and I, I learned this passage of Scripture, and it's one of the things I, I counsel people with all the time. But Psalms, Psalms 51, when I'm, in a, when I'm in a funk, the Bible says, David said this, have mercy on me, God. Because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from guilt. Purify me from sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done, I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say. And your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mom consumed me, conceived me, I was a sinner. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching the wisdom teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back the joy again. You have broken me, now let me rejoice. I, I want to get in the word before I find myself in a really bad place. Just, just hop in it. There's some things you can cut and there's some things that God can cut. Let's not wait. Let's not wait till they're just things are out of control and they're spiraling. Let's cut them while we can so God doesn't have to. You know that thing. So the next 21 days, let's 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 cut that thing. If you have if you're struggling right now with an uh, with an addiction, you're like, got a little pocket knife that can help me with my addiction. No, either this Bible, then get help, get greater help. Go see a counselor. Go see a therapist. Get some help. There's some people, church. It breaks my heart. There's some people who never made it out of made it out of last year. They just, you know what happened? They said this. This is what they said. We never reached out for help. We never got help. If I need help, I'll call Matt tomorrow. I'll just call him. I don't, I, I, don't have to, I don't have to wait for Matt to read my mind. I call somebody or tell someone that I know, hey, I'm struggling. Josh, Justin, hey, dude, can you guys help me out? Dude, I'm struggling. Can we get together? Can we get a meal? Can we play golf? Like, please, like, I need some help. Call my brother. You don't have to wait. Say, I need some help. Like, don't wait till you need help. Really bad help. Like, let's just cut some things and let God do what he can do. So here's what we want to do to end the year to start the year. There's no better way to start the year that I know of than to start with communion. So we're going to take communion together together today. And that's how I believe that we should start this year, just asking God to purify our hearts. God, just asking God, God, would you cut away some things? Ray, there's communion cups right there, right there to your left. Does anybody not have communion? Raise your hand. We're going to bring it to you. Here it comes. Leave your hand high because if you don't leave it high, you're not going to, you ain't getting communion. Front row. You guys got here so early, they weren't even giving out communion when you guys got here. <laughs> Barbara needs some. We're going to invite our band back. We're going to worship together and we're going to take communion together. I want to invite you to stand to your feet. I think everyone's got communion now. If you roll back that top piece of your communion, it's the bread. The Bible says that when Jesus came, down the cross for our sins, that his body was broken for us. And then below that is, is the cup, it's the juice. Now if you're here today and you're like, dude, I have, I've never done this before, this is weird. We're going to eat some dude's body and, and, and some blood, I don't know if I'm into that sort of thing. Like that's called cannibalism, Last, like I'm not interested. If you're here today, like I do not know what that is mean. You, this, there's only one thing you need for communion, is that you need a relationship with Jesus. 
You need that. Because you won't understand this, you won't understand what we're about to do if you don't have the relationship with Jesus. So if you're here today, you're like, bro, I don't have that. Like, I don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. The first thing I know about Jesus is what you said today at church. This Bible you read from, I, this is all new information. My sins, like we've all messed up, we've all screwed up, we're, you're in good company. The good news is that because of our sins, Jesus had to come and die for our sins. And he, his blood covered all of our sins. And he took away the separation that the sin caused, and he brings us within him. There's a song that says, God is closer to us than our actual skin is. Wow. It's pretty close. He's that close to you right now. And so it takes relationship with Jesus to understand what it means to be in communion with him. This is bringing us back into communion with him. This is keeping us in communion with him. So if you're here today and, and you've never asked Christ to be your Savior, right where you have to say, Jesus, I need a Savior. I need to be saved. Like, I, I know that I'm a sinner, and I need Jesus today. And the Bible says that today can be the day of your salvation. Just ask him right where you're at. Maybe some of you guys are here today, and you're like, man, I'm just, I am far from God. Let's take a moment and say, God, I don't want to be that far from you ever again. I know those seasons where I've been far from God, I say, God, I hate this. This feels terrible. I don't want to be far from God. I want, to be as, I want him closer to me than my skin is. Like, that's how close I want God to be. I want that God that be that close. So I'm going to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes all across the way. If you're here today, you've never trusted Christ as your Savior. This is your moment. Right where you're at, right you're your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. No one's looking around. Would you say, dear Jesus, I need you to save me. I need you, Jesus. Forgive me of all my sins. Make me new. I need you, Jesus. Come on in. Take over. You can have my life. All of my life, God. And just say thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you're here today and you're already saved, you, or maybe you just prayed, say, prayed that prayer, or you're, you've been a Christian for a long time. Is your heart right with God? Are you like you ready for this year? Like I don't care about your, I don't care how many pounds you're gonna lose. That's that's if that's important, then that's awesome. I'm, I'm with you. I don't care how many how many more glasses of water you're gonna drink. That's awesome. I'm I'm with you. All the health things, the more books. All I have all the same exact goals that you have. But the greatest thing that we can do is make sure our heart is right with God. God, would our hearts be right with you? Would our hearts be just, just, would you just wash us clean today? You did that on the cross for us thousands of years ago, but we're just recommitting our life to you, God. We're just saying, God, we're, we're going to go this year with you, Jesus. We need you to go. We need you to go into this year with us. We need you to go before us. We need that. We, we can't do it without you, God. Lord, we thank you right now for this meal we're about to take. This bread in this cup. Lord, we're thankful for it. Lord, we're thankful for what it did for us thousands of years ago to change our life. Lord, may it still have meaning and impact in our life today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's take the bread together. And then when you roll back the second piece, we're going to take the cup together together as well. Jesus, we're so thankful for your body and your blood that was poured out for us. Lord, we can't survive without you. Lord, we're nothing without you. Lord, we, we cannot move unless we're in communion if without you. We can't do anything without you, God. We need you desperately in our lives to get through this year. We need you, God. To get through last year, we need you, God. So, Lord, we pray that today that we would just consecrate ourselves. We would just open ourselves to you, God, and say, God, whatever you want this year, God, we want it more than anything, God. Wherever you want us to go, God, we want to go there. Whatever you want us to say, God, we want to say, God, whatever you want us to read in the Bible, whatever you want us to change, God, we declare today something different, something changing in our lives today. In your name we pray.
place, Lord, that you would just trim off the dead parts of our life, God, the parts that don't bring, don't bring fruit, God, that don't bring joy, that don't bring any life, Lord, let us be living examples, God, living, breathing, walking examples of your goodness, God, of your faithfulness, Lord, we recognize, Lord, that we can't do it without you, so Father, help us during this time, Lord, as we set these three weeks apart, God, to hear from you. Lord, give us strength, God, and we're expecting for what you're going to do. We thank you again, Lord, and we praise you as we leave, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Don't forget to grab a soap journal on your way out. We will see you next week. God bless.